Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, December 7, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have the distinct pleasure of witnessing from Friday's lows a rip-your-face-off rally. Roughly 200 S&P handles from the low on Friday when they had a little bit of a jam session into the close. As a refresher, here's a 10-minute chart, and you can just see over here, that is that last 10 minutes of the day, what we're calling a jam session. It's kind of like somebody had a beat on everybody else. Let's not forget, we had a tinfoil event over the weekend. And here we are where we are. Let's talk about the close today. Let's talk about where they are in the charts. And it's pretty simple. They're above all the moving averages. They're not that far from the all-time high. I'm not saying they will make an all-time high, but they can make an all-time high. Let's go back to the top that was put in over here, which was on the 22nd. So that is a bona fide top. And what we said was, if they start closing daily above there, then something else is going on. We got to go back to the drawing board. It was a top. They sold off. And here we are once again. We were always watching the weekly chart. And we said, as long as they're above all the moving averages, the trend is still your friend. Weekly chart, monthly chart, the trend was and still is up. Let's talk about the other side. It's the market's job to make as many traders and investors look like fools as much of the time as possible. Could they trade up into the Christmas time frame, the New Year time frame? They could. It's unlikely from here, but they could do anything. Let's point something else at. Some of you were chomping at the bit, already posting comments, because I hadn't mentioned it yet, but what about that shenanigans tail candle all the way down to the gap? Now, the market wasn't down there today. Let's just double check what we're talking about. So here you see the low is depicted on the chart as 458.65. Looks like a big tail on today's candle. Here's an hourly chart, and the low today happens to be 464.35, nowhere near the low depicted on the daily chart. Now, some of you will say, what's that all about? Others know that it's a shenanigans tail candle. We don't really have an explanation for it. Sometimes they'll stay there for a while. Other times they'll disappear. Sometimes they'll disappear by the time this video's over. We treat it as a flare up in the air. It goes to a gap anyway. So if the market is trending down into that neck of the woods, well, they're going to fill the gap irregardless. It's just interesting that these things pop up on the chart. Who's driving the bus? Here on the 240 chart, I want to point something out. So the market ran up today and they filled the gap. That was obviously a destination. It turned out to be the end of the road today for the SPY. But let's notice where they finished the day. They really didn't get rejected from the gap. They pulled back a little bit, but there hasn't yet been a bona fide rejection. So the question is, are they going to go sideways, build some energy because the next price up north is really the destination. What is the next price up north? Well, you have the next big fat round number, 470, 471, 
470 and a half, something in that neighborhood. You have a breakdown candle high with a high of 472.40. Now here's an interesting one. The 120 minute chart doesn't have a filled gap. It has an open gap. So the gap here on this chart happens to be 469.34, 469.35 in that neighborhood. Well, guess what? The high today in this candle, 468.88, high in this candle, 79. So 468.88 was the high. They have not filled the gap on this 120-minute chart, and they have not been rejected. They've been eating time off the clock. So how am I looking at that? You could see the writing on the wall. The way I'm looking at it is that they want to go fill that gap, and that gap may not be the final destination. They could have filled that gap today. They could have filled it on the initial push higher. Why didn't they do that? It's interesting. You have to think about that for a minute. Think about where they are, what they're doing. They did not fill a gap that was close by. They stopped short and started running sideways to build energy, to go get that gap that's just pennies above or to go somewhere else. That's what's on my mind. Hashtag inside my head. The last thing I'll say about the S&P or the market in general is expect shenanigans. The market's down. We're talking about Omicron virus or the variant or whatever it is. The Fed's under fire. A couple days later, what variant, what Fed, everything's fine. We talked about this. We talked about exactly this. The market's job is to make you believe everything's fine, and then they hit it again. We talked about it over the weekend. We talked about it before the weekend. We've talked about it many times. You have to be aware and try and take out the media from your daily routine. They will sway your opinion. That's their job, but keep in mind, their job is to be bullish. Let me explain a way to look at the media like this. They sell advertising. When the market is bearish, people turn it off. They tune out. They don't log in. They don't want to see it. If people are losing money, they want to put it out of their mind. It's the pleasure and pain conversation. They don't want the pain, so if they don't see it, they don't feel the pain if they're not thinking about it, so they watch less TV, hence the ratings go down, hence they sell the advertising for less money, hence they make less money. Therefore, they're essentially, like mutual fund managers and others, paid to be bullish. Hence, they're going to talk up the market, hence they're talking their book. Mutual fund managers are always talking their book. They're not paid to sit on cash. They're paid to be in investments. That's what the people who are in the funds are paying them to do. That's their job. Their job is not to guess and come out of the market. You have to put that in perspective. Let's check out inside the numbers today. Since the market had a big gap up and then it basically stopped short, went sideways all day, you know there's not a lot of stuff in here, but there's a few things I want to point out. Then we'll circle back to stocks on the move. Turnaround Tuesday. Didn't turn around. It was just Tuesday. They had a big jam session overnight. This would be known as part of the rip your face off rally we've discussed. And again, it really began with the last few minutes on Friday. This leg was sponsored by the thieves in the night. And nobody's surprised. We've seen this before. And we discussed the fact that this was coming. Last night, we discussed 464. This morning, they showed up at around 464. It's funny how that works. Cutting right to the chase, the next major spot, and think about this for a second, 35 S&P handles higher 
is around 467.50. It's a big gap higher at the open, which takes away a lot of the would-be slash should-be opportunities for traders. That's just the way the market works. We take what Mrs. Market provides when she provides it. We'll be mainly spectators in the early going until a storyline emerges. As for stocks on the move, there's a lack of stocks heading for a southern destination, but rather floating higher with the rest of the market. There was a couple, we'll circle back to those later. Let's scroll up and check out a few of the notes that I think are important. That's a stock on the move, late edition. We'll see what happens as the market begins to get underway. Before the open for the aggressive trader, if they had a shakeout operation, they didn't do that, we don't need that. They got over 464, and therefore, we really just need to focus on the next destination. By the way, there's 467.50 getting above 464. They just ran right to the next important spot. They came back to run a test in that general zone, but they were really running a test of a different number later in the day. They didn't quite get there, but I'll show you something in the notes. Let's scroll up, and we'll see what happens when we get there. There was a possible short earlier in the day, but that was taken off the board when they didn't do the thing, and then they pulled back, so forget it. Merck worked out, but we'll circle back to that later. There's your 467.50, good place for a morning pivot. They went a little higher, but they basically didn't get much higher. Either way, that was a target on the upside. This is what a rip-your-face-off rally and melt-up looks like from an intraday perspective. Not interested in getting in front of a freight train. 1021, there's that number. They didn't get there today, but you have to start thinking, well, that's really what the ultimate destination is going to be. They want to fill that gap. Now, check this out. 1024, 466, give or take. Eventually, they'll come back to run a test. When and how is a mystery at present. However, after the morning pivot, the door will open. Keep it on the sticky note for later. 466. Here's your five-minute chart. There's your 466. The low in the last five minutes of the day was 466.24. They almost got there. 25, 35 minutes earlier, they were about 25 S&P handles higher. What were they doing going down to 466? They were trying to run a test. Most of the time, they get to the number. Today, they didn't get to the number, but they gave it the college try. It's good to know your numbers. So here, I'm just going to scroll up. What we're going to do is let you pause the video, read the notes, go back to the charts to double-check the work. There was not much going on for the remainder of the day since the gap up early in the day. It was just one of those days. Stocks on the move. Two possibilities on the board early, Merck and SI. SI didn't do the deal. It took off in the other direction. But Merck, let's take a look at the chart. It did come into the number. There it is. 7170 was the number getting a haircut at the open the close yesterday was 7344 they spiked it by a little bit like 20 cents took back off in the other direction the high over here is 7272 they did the minimum required base hit rounded first took a big look at second went back to first the numbers work what's going on over in camp IWM they did the thing that we talked about just didn't know they'd do it all in one gulp, but they did it. So we talked about them getting up into these moving averages. We talked about two and a quarter. They spiked it today. They got up to a high of 226. They were making a run for what? Yeah, this breakdown candle high in that neighborhood. And then they did what? Yeah, closed below the convergence of those moving averages. 
So they ran a test. They closed also below the high of this breakdown candle. This high is 224.21. Closing price today, 224.10. Any accidents or coincidences? I think not. This is still a bounce higher in a downtrend. It is what it is. Doesn't mean they won't do it again tomorrow. It's just what it is at present. There's a gap up here. There's more moving averages. It's magnetic. If you get a bullish thing going on, they're going to go and try and do that. By the way, so the thing kind of rolled over at the end of the day, but what that was is them coming back to close daily below those moving averages. That's the IWM's way of saying, hey, we're just not ready yet. We're not giving it to you today. We're going to close below and leave you guessing. That's exactly what that was. What about the folks down at the transportation department? So what did they do? How about this one? So they ran a test of a breakdown candle high. The high here is 16,568 and change. High today, 16,599. They don't get to the next number, the next fat round number. The high was 599. They don't get to 600 by less than one point. Any accidents or coincidences? Then they close below the 20 period moving average on the daily chart. There's your end of the day rollover on the transports to close below that moving average. That's exactly what was happening. So you say, well, were they just running a test or is this thing bullish and they're going to go up and do it again, make new highs, all that stuff. Here's the IYT, looks a little different. So they missed a gap. So here's what we're going to say about that. For now, it's a sign and signal of weakness in the market if they can't go up and fill the gap. However, generally speaking, the way I look at that is that's sponsored by Trick and Company, also known as the Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate Crew. They miss the gap, they pull back, they want you to think it's weakness, then they go up and they do it later, but not only the gap, but they'll actually do something more in terms of the northern direction. We see that more often than not. Remember, from a weekly chart perspective, what did they do? They pulled back for a few weeks into the moving averages, bounced off, the trend is your friend, until she throws your crap in the basement. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley, the Q people, anything different going on here? No. They're running a test of this breakdown candle high. The 399.80 was the original place that I shorted the Qs. Then it fell out of bed like immediately. I'm still short the Qs. It was a longer term trade. I didn't expect it to be down 20 points in a couple of days. And by the way, the other side of where we are now is that could have easily morphed into a lot more. We're expecting big swings in both directions. That's been on the table for a long, long time. The XLF, the financials, trading into the convergence of moving averages, breakdown candle high in natural place. Is it a garden variety retracement, or will they go and fill the gap? Well, it's pretty simple on this one. If they start closing daily above those moving averages, they're going to go and fill the gap. By the way, go back to the videos from a week ago, two weeks ago. Where were we saying support was in the XLF? Wasn't a lot different than where they found support. Smash Mouth up 5%, tremendous day, trend is your friend, this is bullish, period, full stop. They turn around and come right back down, that's a different story, but we don't anticipate things like that are going to happen, we react to if they do happen. Here, what we say is, it's bullish until it's not. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. It's a little bit shorter. However, everything that needed to be discussed was discussed. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast 
Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.